0: Hey everybody, welcome back for episode 120 of the PATH Podcast. I'm Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. We're so glad that you've decided to join us on the PATH this week. Uh, This is our season finale, season six finale. We're so glad that we've made it here. We're going to wrap up Revelation 16 this week. Mm. Um, So Derek, um, you know, we talked about uh, yesterday that there's this the seventh bowl that gets poured out, the final bowl of, of God's wrath, God's judgment. Um, so maybe walk us through uh, what we talked about yesterday, and then um, and then I, I have a couple of questions for you. So,
1: yeah, yeah. So um, can I just say, number one, season six?
0: Yeah, the end of season six, That's man. It's crazy. crazy. I know. It's crazy. Two seasons a year. And yeah. We, we've been at this for three years, That's man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's literally we, crazy. We recorded our first episode just before the pandemic yeah. started, and then here we are now. That's true.
1: Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, <laughs> that doesn't seem right, but I'm glad. I'm, I'm that's thank I'm thankful. So, yeah. 120 episodes is a
0: lot to. Me. That's true. Like I never that thought is. we'd make it this far, yeah. but here yeah. we are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just season six struck me for some reason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're uh, Revelation chapter 16, the final ball, uh, uh, the seventh ball judgment. Yeah. And 17 through 21, and mm-hmm. um, what we see here. Um, is um, number one just you know this final bowl is interesting. It's mm-hmm. poured out into the air. Um, yeah. you know you'll you'll recall um, Ephesians two two says that Satan's the prince of the power of the air. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's it's really a clear indication that like it's it's God's all out assault on. The dragon, the beast, mm-hmm. the enemy—you know that kind of thing. So, yeah. um, but then what's interesting is you hear a, a loud voice from the temple, mm-hmm. uh, and he—the the voice, um, God Christ—you know, uh, either one, mm-hmm. yeah. But a I, heavenly voice, yeah, <laughs> Whichever think, it is, I yeah. think it I mean, because it's coming from the throne. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Lamb. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's I think it's Jesus, and it says that he says it is done Mm -hmm. it is done now this is a familiar phrase Mm -hmm. um because it's the literal the same greek word uh that jesus utters from the cross Mm -hmm. um to telestai um it is finished Mm -hmm. it is done um now there's more there to it there's flashes of lightning peals of thunder Mm -hmm. um an earthquake like never an earthquake has ever been. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's interesting. That's actually language from uh, Daniel. Yeah. Um, uh, It says something very similar about the judgment, like it's never been seen before kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, And then it it goes into talking about, you know, great city split into three. Uh, Babylon, the great was remembered in God's presence uh, for he gave her the cup filled with wine from the, from his fierce anger. Uh, Babylon, I think, Probably represents just um, that again, another name for the world system, the yeah. kingdom of, of the enemy. I, I don't think it's this particular um, geographic place. I mm-hmm. think it's I think it's just indicating that the evil kingdom, the evil kingdom, yeah. the evil city has fallen. Yeah, it's been split into yeah. in three, and it's fallen um, under the fierce anger of the God. Yeah. Of God, and then you've got giant hailstones, which you know. Uh, um, like giant giant mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> about a hundred pounds each is yes, what my translation yes, says that's each. a big old hill yes, yes you know. so um, it's gonna do some damage oh my goodness yeah and th- that's you know, again like we've talked about in the previous episode this is this is paralleling the plagues of Egypt mm-hmm. um, those that plague of hail you know' mm-hmm. it's the same kind of thing uh, I think the real significance lies with that verse first and that phrase, it is done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the angle that I took. Uh, I I wanted to look at both the utterances of that phrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The utterance from the cross and that at the cross, Jesus completed redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from the throne, uh, Jesus completed his judgment yeah. on Satan on Satan's kingdom, on mm-hmm. uh, the kingdom of the dragon and the beasts. Yeah. Um, and and the reason I want and this is kind of just the theme of the whole the whole book of uh, well the theme of chapter sixteen mm-hmm. is this idea of the tension of judgment, yeah, and forgiveness or redemption, right? Mm-hmm. This yeah. this tension we've talked about all three weeks, this tension of of um What Christ accomplished on the cross Mm -hmm. and what Christ must ultimately uh, bring to bear in this moment. Right. Um, And, you know. Was it Spurgeon? Who, who is, I, I think people attribute it to Spurgeon, but uh, I don't know that we know exactly who, who wrote it, but maybe we do. I don't know. But it's that quote, and you've heard it. It's, it's a the preacher's favorite quote, right? It's, uh, you preach a passage of Scripture and you make a beeline yeah, to the yeah, cross. Yeah, you know? I've heard that attributed to, yes. to Spurgeon. Okay, yeah. good. I'm, that's what I was thinking, too. But <laughs> I do love that mm-hmm. sentiment, I think makes total sense is that every passage in the bible that we read mm-hmm. we read it in its context but at the end of the day we've, we've got to run to the cross because yeah. the cross is where our hope is at the right. cross is where um you know to tell us die it is finished redemption is brought bought yeah. by christ yeah and, and this passage does it for us yeah. yeah it points points straight to the cross It does. Yeah. so you know i don't want to only wallow in this Judgment and hailstones and earthquake like none of mm-hmm. we've ever seen and you know, yeah because you know the passage and the whole book of Revelation is saying but Jesus yeah but Jesus right but Jesus well, I think that's one of the Jesus. things
0: that makes like the reason that grace is so amazing is because mm-hmm. we we see what we've been saved from yeah oh yeah and I mean if we don't have this understanding of of how terrible the judgment of god is mm-hmm. then we don't treasure god's grace and no. mercy to us as much yeah, so right. i think these passages like well chapter 16 is hard to get through yeah it's important so that we know oh oh gosh i've been incredibly saved from yeah. from this through jesus and so it makes it makes god's forgiveness that much more right. incredible yeah
1: and because i heard it is finished from the cross, mm-hmm. I don't have to hear. Yeah, it's been done here, it's finished here. Finished, my judgment is complete. Yeah. My judgment was placed on Jesus That's at the right. cross. That's right. And finished there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but but this is meant to allude back to that and help sure. us to see that. So that's, that's why I wanted to focus on that, that, you know, yes, judgment eventually will be completed. Mm-hmm. And that's a sober day. Yeah. But the cross of Christ, anyone who trusts in it, anyone who falls headlong on it, mm-hmm. anyone who runs to the cross mm-hmm. and believes in what Christ accomplished there, um, it's already, it was already finished yeah. for
0: them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's why, I mean, you know, over the last three weeks, uh, I don't know if people have noticed, but... We've just sung songs about Jesus mm-hmm. because, as you're trying, as I'm trying to plan worship for this three week series, there's not a whole lot of songs that direct connect that directly connect to the judgment wrath of God. What like, about
1: that one that talks about the hellstones? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So, but that, you're right. That's why. That's why yesterday we sang things like. Our God is holy. Yeah. Holy is the Lord, He is the Creator of all things. Spirit of God, fall fresh on Church us. Well, yeah. One, one day, one day when we all get to heaven, we'll get to see how glorious it mm-hmm. was. You know. And mm-hmm. so that's why we sing things like that because, yes, it is good for us to know about this. But as followers of Christ, we've already been saved from mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I think that that's a that's a really important thing to remember. Yeah. Um, and and I think that that um, I think this is a great transition point for us that to, to to talk about why we have studied through the book of Revelation because all of the book of Revelation is not it's been made out over the last one hundred and fifty to two hundred years to be this incredibly mysterious secretive book when really I, I think that we've seen having made it through the first sixteen chapters that this is just a book about Jesus yeah. about how incredible Jesus is how much he loves his people and does things to show his love for his people mm-hmm. and and i think that that's that's kind of an angle we can take here that this wrath that we see being poured out is not something that we relish but it is in a, it is a, in a way for us an example of god's love because he loves us enough to say i am going to punish the things that I said I was going to punish, uh, that these people have not turned from. So, um, maybe take just a minute and remind us why? Why did? Why? Why are we going through the Book of Revelation like this? Why is it important for us to walk through this book? Which we promise you, we've said all along, we promise you, we will finish this yes. year. Yeah, just, just before, uh, I think, I think the plan, as it says, as it stands at the moment, is just before Thanksgiving. Yeah. We will finish up the Book of Revelation, yes. but. Um, but, yeah, help, help us understand why right now. Why Book of Revelation? Yeah,
1: well, one, um, I am committed to preaching through texts of Scripture. Mm-hmm. So the theological term for that is um, I, am, I am an expositional type of preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, um, another terminology that's kind of all the same, right in the same genre is to exegete. Yeah. To exegete the text. So, um, I'm committed to that. I think it's the way that it should be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, uh, to exegete means to exhume or to, to yeah. dig up. Expose. Yeah. yeah, to expose, right? To to uh, to dig deep and to pull deep things up from mm-hmm. the, the text. To pull out of the text. Because the opposite right. would be to eisegete, right. which where you
0: read something into right. the text.
1: Yeah. That's right. And to... So, theolog- Termino- terminology—it's theolog- important. Theological yeah. terminology aside, what <laughs> yeah. what it means is that I try my best when I preach mm-hmm. to allow the text of Scripture yeah. to determine the points that I preach. Yeah. Um. So now sometimes, and we're about to do this uh, through the Psalms. Mm-hmm. We will do topics, but I still. I'm going to try to stay in one passage yeah. the best I can. The
0: topic that you preach will come from the text. It will. yeah, yeah.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And that's called topical exegesis. That's so, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm personally not good at, number one, nor do I think it's always the best. Am I going to like cherry pick text mm-hmm. and just kind of say, well, this is what you need to, because if we do. We, we run the risk of icg mm-hmm. reading into the text something that's yeah. not really there because you don't look at the entire context. Yeah, But you also run the risk of proof texting and yep. just saying, well, I can make this verse say whatever I want to because I'm just going to pull it out you of its it context, out of context and yeah. say what I want to. And then I I might be preaching an unbiblical message using yeah. Bible verses. Right, right. So, you know, now some people do that and they, they stay true to the meaning of the text. It's just not my personal style. Sure. So. I prefer to teach expositionally to expose what is there in the text to exume to dig up to exegete what is you know, in the actual passage mm-hmm. and you know that includes looking at the surrounding context but then looking at the biblical context as well it's right. you know it's quite a, quite a feat yeah. so mm-hmm. so that's part of it another thing is that the book of revelation is one that is often avoided mm. And presumed upon at the same time. Yeah. So we avoid studying it, digging into it, trying to learn from it because we don't understand it. So we avoid it. Mm-hmm. But then we also presume a lot upon the book of Revelation. Yeah. So we talked Having about that. Having not
0: actually studied it. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: When we don't really know what's there because we've avoided right. it. Right. 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 So we presume upon it that. Oh well, that must be this thing that's happening in our world today, and it could be, and it might, it, it you know it might be, but you know, chances are it, it's probably not. So, um, I I felt a need to um, to help people to see the Book of Revelation in its proper context to mm-hmm. Go through it in such a way that we. Expose what is actually there. Yeah, because one of the things that happens when we say the Book of Revelation, or when when certain people say the Book of Revelation, is we we forget the entire context it was written in. Yeah, that it was primarily a an apocalyptic letter, but a letter nonetheless mm-hmm. to seven specific churches in a specific region yeah. in the world that just happened to be, you know, basically the the bread of the world at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, where where most of the activity was happening. Yeah.
0: Uh, but it was to encourage those churches. It was it for was to, difficult times that it were It was to
1: give them, um, inject them with courage, uh, so that they could face the persecution they were facing yeah. in, in, in the day and time that was in. Now, it's it's a threefold book. We've talked about this from the beginning, but mm-hmm. um, it is a letter. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the first thing that we need to recognize it is apocalyptic apocalyptic just means that it's um it reveals Mm -hmm. jesus that uh, we've (laughs) we've transformed the word apocalypse into you know yeah what is it um um I think of the movie where the comet hits the world. You yeah, know. Deep Impact. Yeah, Deep Impact <laughs> or uh, yeah, yeah, another movie. Or Armageddon, Armageddon or stuff uh, like that. Yeah, yeah these... these um, there was a string of movies like that in the early 2000s. late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. 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 So, you know, <laughs> that's what we think of when we think of apocalypse. Well, mm-hmm. it's, apocalypse really literally means to reveal, to yeah. a, a pulling back of mm-hmm. the curtain, to show... Us, in this particular case, Jesus. Mm-hmm. The point of the book of Revelation is for us to see Jesus in all his glory. Yeah. Uh, and that he will defeat the enemy that that plagues us. Yeah. Uh, and that he won. Mm-hmm. The victory is won in him. And in him alone. So that's what we've set out to do. Yeah. Um, that's what we'll set out to do next. the next book of the Bible we walk through, mm-hmm. which... Uh, uh, we don't know yet, but thinking maybe jump into an Old Testament text maybe mm-hmm. or perhaps the book of Ephesians I haven't fully decided yet so yeah. but we'll just walk through those books. Mm-hmm. that's kind of what we do can can be boring, but that's what I've done since I've gotten mm-hmm. here so yeah um, I don't think it's boring. I don't either but but <laughs> I but uh, but you know it's just not you know yeah. You know, we—that's why we preached Revelation on Mother's Day. It's like, yeah. all right, happy Mother's Day. All right, now back to our series that yeah. we're, we're in. Yeah, you know, the book yeah. we're in. So,
0: I think it's important too, though, that we get a picture of all of Scripture. Yeah. Because it's easy to, it's easy to like. You know, we, we talked about this early on that a lot of people will preach the first three chapters of mm-hmm, Revelation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like where the the letters to the seven churches kind of thing, and they stop. And you've only just scratched the surface oh, in those some, first three started, chapters. Yeah. And so it's important for us to um, to get the, the entire Council of Scripture because it's also real easy, if you want to, to just skip over chapters that are difficult. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I don't know what that means or yeah. I don't like what that has to say, so I'm just mm-hmm, going to move on to the mm-hmm. next one. That's not how that, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works, right? Yes, yeah, and so it you you have to take in the whole counsel of God, and yeah. and I think we've seen as we've worked all the way through the first sixteen chapters that um, that Jesus is who He says He is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he has done, he is doing, and he will do yeah. what he said he's going to do. Yeah. And, and I think that that's, that's an important thing for us to grasp about our savior, mm-hmm. that it's not, he's not just the, you know, cuddly Jesus that saves us from our sins and takes us into yeah. heaven. He's also the, the judge and the righteous mm-hmm. judge. Right. And, and if we don't, if we don't take time to dig into, to look at all of, of the book of Revelation, you, you might miss some of those aspects of who God is.
1: Well, I think, too, I've had a lot of questions recently of, you know, why why does the God of the Old Testament seem different than mm. the New Testament Jesus? And I was like, well, read Revelation, and you realize yeah. it, it pretty much— They're one and the same. <laughs> yeah, pretty much uh, gives you mm-hmm. the full picture of that. And and that's what we do is we, we isolate various—or we can mm-hmm. isolate— Various things and not read it in the fuller context, yeah. and so I said, I don't, I don't think there's any discrepancy between the God of the Old Testament, right, and Jesus um, of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, part of that's you know God progressively through the Old Testament revealed who He was. Yeah, uh, it's called progressive revelation, but mm-hmm. um, ultimately it all culminated in Jesus. Right. So Jesus is the fulfillment of mm-hmm. what we see. Yeah, you know, being shown in the Old
0: Testament. Yeah, and we've missed pretty important passages in the Gospels if we don't think that Jesus was stern against oh, sin. Yeah, <laughs> because there's several scenes yeah. in the Gospels where we see oh, Jesus right. saying, "This is not right, and it cannot
1: continue." How about, hey, if your right arm causes you to sin, cut, cut it, it off.
0: If your eye causes you to sin, gouge, gouge it, it, it out. out. Yeah. Yeah, how about flipping the
1: tables in the temple, right? We forget those parts. Yeah, but 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 I see, and sometimes if you only read, you know, and God told Saul to kill all the uh, Amalekites, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, but don't just read just that and isolate to that one thing. Read the fuller context. Understand what's happening there. Mm-hmm. Understand the rebellion of these Amalekites. Understand that mm-hmm. God gave them ch- chance after chance yeah. to turn. You they know weren't I mean? perfectly innocent people no. that God just said go slaughter. Or the Canaanites. People. You know, the mm-hmm. Canaanites were people who sacrificed children to their yeah. gods. Like these are corrupt, like terrible people mm-hmm. that you know God, you know, said, "Hey, we need to um, take care of this here." You yeah. know, and and um, yeah. Even in all of that, you know, I think about Nineveh and Job. Mm. Job's like, I don't want to go to Nineveh yeah. and tell them to repent because if they do it, you'll forgive them. Yeah, because that's who you are, God. You're loving and kind and compassionate, and yeah, and you don't look upon the, you know, um, you know, the one who's uh willing to repent. You 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 know, you turn toward him and yeah. you turn away from the one who's proud. You know, and so it's like, yeah, that's who God has consistently revealed himself to be yeah and even in the book of revelation there's chance after chance after chance yeah that we saw even in chapter 16 that they didn't repent well that means they had a chance to repent they just didn't yeah you know so it's like hello you know right god even to the very last moment before he said it is done gave opportunity opportunity. Mm -hmm. for for repentance yeah so you know um the, the funny thing is, is that if it, if any of us were in the same position as God, we would have given up on people a long time oh, ago. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah, more no, sooner you're right. than he did. Yeah, so, you're right. Um, you're right.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. Um, what has God been showing you as we've walked through the book of Revelation? What What is a new aspect maybe of Jesus that you've recognized as we've walked through Revelation so far? We'd love to hear about that. You can email us at thepath at or comment right on this YouTube video. Um. So this is our season finale, episode 120 uh, for season six. And we're going to take a break for the summer and we'll be back. Actually, the next time you hear from us on the path, we'll be in Revelation 17 mm-hmm. when we come back at, uh, at the end of the summer. Uh, and so um, we'd love to, to, for you to catch up. If, you, if you've missed any of our discussions about the book of Revelation, this would be a great opportunity to catch up. Uh, but we, w- we would love to, to continue a conversation with you. Uh, But until then, I am Jason. I am Garrett. And we hope you'll join us as we continue down the path.